home building and remodeling show. Let's go. Welcome everybody to the home building and remodeling show. My name is Chris Kirby and I'll be your host. I am the owner of three construction companies on the Alabama Gulf Coast. The show is about residential construction. We're going to cover topics of home building and remodeling. Are you thinking of doing a remodel or building a home? Are you a contractor looking to improve your knowledge base or grow your business? Have you ever done a remodel project or built a home? There were so many things you wish you knew or that you could have done differently during the process. Then this show is for you. We break down the process of building and remodeling and how to have the best results during your project. Whether you're a DIYer looking for tips, someone looking to hire a contractor to do a project, or a contractor looking to expand your knowledge base or your business. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Stay tuned. We kick off the show with my thoughts on home building and remodeling. I'll share best practices and talk about some of our experiences in business and out in the field. These shared thoughts and lessons learned are meant to help you on your very own journey. Let's go. Let's talk a little bit about competitive advantage. What does that mean? Well, let's just say you need a project done in your home. You're looking for contractors. Where do you begin? You're going to go Google contractors near me or something to the effect. So you, as the contractor, need to be available on the Google search. Guess what? A lot of the times that's dictated by your reviews. Go out there and get the reviews. Competitive advantage. The more reviews you have, the better you rank on Google, the more likely they're going to use you because they've seen a lot of people have used you. Being reliable. Trustworthy. Well, where can they verify this stuff? As a new contractor, it's harder because you're not established. You don't have tons of people giving you reviews and you don't have people that you can tell your client to call, right? If this is your very first job, they're really taking a chance on you because you're new to the industry. That doesn't mean you're going to do bad work. That means that talking about the go-to choice for clients, and this goes all the way back to choosing a niche, being good at your niche, and being known for that product, kitchen and bath, painting, whatever it is, right? You are the go-to painter in the area. You are the go-to tile installer in the area. You are the go-to kitchen and bath expert in the area. Well, by carving out that niche and doing a ton of the, a certain type of project, you become the go-to for that. People know that you are the best contractor for this specific area and people are going to call you and your work is going to speak for itself. Your quality is going to speak for itself. And people are going to say, listen, if you need X done, you need to call this contractor because they may not be the lowest cost and they may not give you the fastest turnaround, but that's because they're booked out. That's because they're good at what they do. That's because you're going to get the best result. And that is really what matters. So having that competitive advantage, building relationships, finding your niche, all of these things matter when you want to be the go-to choice. Um, 
and the positive reputation. Listen, the reviews aren't everything. And sometimes you are not going to be able to please the client. Even if you think it looks good, their vision, their, their, the way they interpret the project is really what matters. They look at it and say, well, the quality and the look of the project is what I want. The communication was terrible. Da, 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 da. You really have to be the total package when you're a contractor. You have to understand that they're looking for more than just quality work. I know that sounds crazy, but they want the total package. They want you to show up every day. They want you to to communicate effectively. They want you to be clean. They want you to be safe. All of that stuff goes into being the total package. At the end of the day, if you can't get to the end result because you didn't meet expectations, it doesn't matter how, how good of quality your work is or what you think you're worth as far as they should pay me X because I do quality work. But if you're sloppy the whole time, if you're if you're late every day, if you're not letting them know when you will be there or what time you're going to show up, I'm telling it's going to hurt you. So you have to be the total package. And that's where you can gain your competitive advantage. If you care about all of those things I just mentioned, your work is going to speak for itself. The communication the people are going to call you because they know what they're getting. And now we move into Shop Talk. It's the portion of the show where I bring in a co-host and we cover trending topics in home building and remodeling. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. And sometimes people know you. We're locals. We both grew up here. And uh, they're like, well, you know, come on. We know each other. Don't you think you can do Francis for us? would you come and do siding? You know, I need a contractor to do siding. I'll pay you for it. Why can't you do that for me? Right. You know, so if you get a friend that calls and, and we're focused on kitchen and baths, but they want you to do siding, how does that kind of look? If it's outside of our bread and butter, I would uh, prefer to give them a referral. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody that I would trust to do it for them because, you know, I'm not going to send our guys that are tile and, you know, flooring and cabinet guys to go do some siding when it's not something they do regularly. Now, what if it's a client and they're like, listen, I, I know your company. I know your company's good. I've seen pictures of your work. I'm willing to pay more for you to come do siding. What Would you do it? That's I not your strong suit. not do it myself, but get it self-doubt. Yeah. Uh, and that's, yeah, the, and that's a, there's a difference too, right? Because going to look at it and then using a subcontractor. Now, that's completely different, and we do that type of stuff all the time. Yeah. But, like, having our guys and girls go in and do something like that, we're really kind of setting them up for failure because you, know, you talk to the team, and the teams, they're like, sure, we can we can do that. We can try to make that work. But that's not really the mentality that you want when you're trying to master something or you want real quality work done. Right. Um, or there's going to be mistakes made because – they're living in kitchen and bathrooms all day, every day, and now we've got them doing exterior siding or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would definitely throw them for a loop a little bit. You know what I mean? They would have to uh, kind of figure out, kind of, almost figure yeah, out what they're doing. Relearn it. Yeah. So the process. So long. Right. The process is going to be a little bit slower, right? right? So when you find your niche, when you find what you're good at, then you can you start becoming better, more efficient, 
And not only does your quality improve, but your efficiency does. So the the progress, um, it seems to speed up a little bit because you know, you know what you need. You start knowing what materials you need. You start knowing how the workflow is supposed to go. And so if you kind of stick to that, when you're, you know, from the estimator's perspective, it's a little bit easier to estimate the same type of job over and over too, right? Yes. So you can build. So if a standard bathroom is super easy to build the estimate to because I've done so many. You've done it over and over and over. Um, And so same thing for like kitchens for us. We've done it over and over and over. And most of the interior remodeling, you know, we've done over and over. And so you start to get better and better too, not only at the workflow, the process, but budgeting, right? You know what you can and can't do to make your money go a little bit further if you stick to what you're good at. And and the money part of it, like if you're getting slow, you know, here sometimes during the winter, but since we're on the Gulf Coast, there's a lot of condos and a lot of vacationers. So there's always work to be done here as a contractor. But if it gets a little slow, you really might think about going outside of what you would normally do because the paychecks are getting a little slower and you got people to pay and things like that. But it it seems that's where you get yourself in some hot water is, uh, is doing something that you're not really good at just because you're a contractor, right? Doesn't the term you should be doing finishing sheetrock. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, right. And and people say, well, contractor, don't they do you know pretty much everything? No, there there are trade contractors that are good at painting, and that painter probably doesn't need to be doing your electrical work, right? Or that painter probably doesn't need to be doing your tile. It, you do get better when you are a painter and you you paint all the time, or if you do tile and that's what you stick to. Yeah. That's yeah. all you do is tile. Yes. I mean, and there's a difference. Like, you know, even for us, when we're looking at subcontractors and we're looking at people that we want to work with or have worked for us or work for our clients, we know. I mean, I hate to say it, but we do kind of have a, a, a rank. Like, who's our, who's our go-to? Right. Who's, our, who's our first electrician? Who's our first plumber? Because you know that it's quality, you know. They're going to be in line. You know, basically their numbers, you know, where they're going to come in at with their bid. Um, And so when, again, back to the estimating side to this, you kind of can tell what our plumber is going to charge to do a drain move in a bathroom. Well, when you start venturing outside and you want to build a deck, you got to kind of reinvent the wheel. And even money, you know, money's tight. But now you're spending more time on the estimate trying to figure out what you need to do it. And you could be licensed to do it, but that doesn't mean that it's always a good idea, right? right? Uh, what would you say to somebody that, because we see it, right? We all know that that contractor that's getting started and all of a sudden they're just got their hands in every Everything. pot. Yeah. yeah. So, my, you know. I, I got a guy. Yeah. I got a guy. Or they my, will my try guy. to. Yep. My guy can do that. My yes. Guy can do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it gets you in hot water. So. You know, for us, I think the message this week is find your niche, stick to it because you're good at it and your quality is going to improve. The money is going to improve. And the big thing like for us was now you become known for that. 
right? There are companies that, for us, I would say around here, we're known as the go-to for kitchen and bath. And that's what we wanted to do. And so the more kitchen and bathrooms that we do, the more we become known, the more pictures you have to post, all of that stuff. And then you're getting more calls just for that, just for, and you can perfect that. It's all about, you know, becoming known uh, for a certain type of contracting, being the go-to for that, and then making sure that you're not getting yourself in a situation where you can end up doing a bad job, you right. know, and, and not meeting the in client's the long expectations. Run, run, it's going to cost you more money because then you have to actually pay somebody to come fix the stuff that you can't get right. Now we're going to move into the portion of the show where we talk interior design. We're going to bring in an interior designer and we're going to talk trending design and products. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. So today I've got one of our interior designers, uh, Christy, with us, and we are going to talk about the process of uh, interior design as it pertains to a remodel project or a new home construction project and we're going to walk you through the process of that and so to get started usually we have somebody call the office and ask for interior design service and sometimes they don't know what they need and so we we tell them they need to do a design consult right okay Um, do you is that something that so we set that up is that something that you charge for Yes, we have an hourly rate for that service. Um, that's obviously scheduled with the client, their convenience. Um, ideally, you would go out to the project site. Um, and at that time, we can suggest immediate uh, changes we would make. But we also have an opportunity to listen to what the homeowner, what they're looking at doing. And um, the big picture of what they're trying to okay. change at. And uh, so, and how long does that process usually take an average an hour uh we do charge hourly for that service so um but i would definitely say and depending on the project too it it could depend yeah the uh, scope of the project is going to determine whether or not it's going to be multiple hours but usually kitchen or bathroom or a room you know consult is going to take roughly around that hour okay and then Let's so now you you went out, you've looked at what they need, mm-hmm. but you haven't necessarily won the job at that point. You right. just did a consultation. Right. And, okay. and included in that consultation, you can suggest um sometimes you there might be a paint color that pops up in my mind at that time while I'm looking at gotcha. her space. And I may throw out a name or two if it's just something that I feel like would, would look good and go what they're looking for. Um, it can also be a tile suggestion. It could be a layout to a floor plan um, if that's changing. Um, so there's a lot of different, and it could end up being a bigger project than what they even, you know, realized. Say. Yeah. Right. right. And, and part of that is you're, you're kind of, you're just gathering data. Right. You're collecting information. Right. You're asking. Now, do you ask a series of set questions or maybe like on a form or do you anything mm-hmm. like that? They usually have in mind what they're um, obviously the changes that they want to make. Um, it's just trying to pull it all together and how that's going to look. They're obviously going to be working with the budget. Most of them would be. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's just trying to pull together. The thoughts and ideas of what they have, how that's in trying to give them a visual of what, what that would look like. 
Yeah. And so, and sometimes that's part of the uh, constraint in this is they have a budget in mind, but some clients have no frame of reference on what it takes to do a project or design a project. And so you, you immediately almost have to have that discussion of, uh, budget, time frame, and stuff like that, right, right? Right. So after the consult, um, that's where we team up with our work um, contractors. Yeah. Workers. Which is our, our partner company, oh, KCR, right. um, Kirby Custom Renovations. And uh, that's where another company I have that uh, where I have a home builder's license. And, and we do primarily interior remodeling, kitchen bath, home additions. Um and then Kirby Homes is where we do our new builds. and But the process is a little bit different on a new construction versus right. just a, a project. Right, right. Okay. You have the pre-construction, um, and a lot of things are going to change throughout um, the initial appointment or meeting of that. Yeah, there's a lot more involved in a new home project than there is a remodel project. And it's... It's good to have the interior designer involved almost from the very beginning because one of the first steps to building a home is doing the plans. Mm -hmm. That's where you're discussing layout and and you really do start to bleed into some of the cosmetic features of the home during that conversation. And so our our architect, our draftsman, he's going to draft these plans, but he he would need your input to to make sure that the vision is there. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So getting getting the interior designer involved from the very beginning is a smart move, and that's where we had a gap, and we we were good at the construction side, and not so good at putting the vision together for them. Right. So we've made it for a while now, just off of pictures and ideas, and it was well put together. But it wasn't something that we were providing the vision on. Mm-hmm. And now we have that. Right. Um, As a designer, I need the feedback from y'all from on the, constru- the construction end. Right. Um, because the vision, you put it together. But again, when we consult, when our estimator, Casey, goes out, he may tell you, well, we, we can't do that. Right. The plumbing right. can't move. Mm-hmm. The electrical can't be there. Right. The wall can't be blown out to right. open it up. Right. Something like that, yeah. right? And, and so it's, it's great that we work hand in hand in that um, so that a lot of those issues are dealt with up front and it's not. And, and what did you call that? That's a design a challenge. Designer challenge. Yes. Kind of um, talked about this before. And one of the things she, she brought up was uh, just having those design challenges where you, you set the vision and then you bring in the contractor and something happens. But then we also talked about during construction, there's design challenges as well. As well yeah. yeah. And we'll right. get into that, but we'll get back to the process. So you've done the consultation and you've sent Casey out there. Now, mm-hmm. now the estimator is going to come up with the price to do the construction work. Okay. He talks to the homeowner. He talks about details specific to the construction mm-hmm. side. And then he's going to come back and kind of put together a budget. Mm-hmm send that to the homeowner. Then once that's done, the homeowner at that point has all the information they need from both of our companies really Mm -hmm. to determine budget and all of that stuff. That's correct. Okay. And then that's where you can really come up with how much that budget is too. Not just the construction, but you're helping with input on selections and allowances. So, so we're starting to put together and 
the entire picture at That's this right. point. And so we have packages um, that are available, um, our services that you have room options. Um, you can do one room, two room, three, whatever. But obviously at some point, if you're doing a whole house, yeah. that, that service, uh, that charge for that service would be a percentage of the construction cost. Got it. And, and usually on our larger projects, we do that percentage. Um, so we have the, the hourly rate for um, consulting. Then we have a room rate, right? Which is going to vary because doing a bedroom or you know, something like that compared to a kitchen or a bathroom, it's, it's way different scope of work right. and depth of project. So we price that differently per room. And then you also have the percentage. Right. And so we also offer the, um, a paint selections option. Um, right. So, you, so we'll do just a paint consultation. Right. So if they really That's want right. a, a color consultation, I guess is what we right. call it. Um, because some some people do have a hard time yeah, just making you get pretty overwhelmed when you are looking at that. So, thanks for joining us today. As always, we are grateful for our listeners and your continued support. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Get more info at our website www.thehomebuildingshow.com. And as always, remember who we are. The Home Building and Remodeling Show.